two more commitments for Boston College football as they are starting to really get hot on the recruiting trail. Don't let Jeff Halfley get hot because he's starting to make some moves out there on the recruiting trail. We'll get into that on today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, this is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sports partner of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So about three weeks ago, we had a lot of teeth gnashing that there wasn't any commitments. BC had been waiting since last January when Christian Zamore committed for anyone to, to, to sign on. And after a three and nine season, you totally got it right. It wasn't like a big surprise that this was happening, but we are now on the verge of 10 commitments. Hey, who said there were going to be 10 commitments? Your guy right here. I said that I was right. We're at nine right now. And I have crystal balls in for a whole bunch more. So we're going to talk about that. Let's get into the first commitment of the weekend. And right now, if you're on YouTube, you see him looking right at you. That's our our man, Benjamin Blackburn. Benjamin Blackburn was one of BC's top three targets on their big board for the tight end position. He is from Christopher Columbus High School in Miami, Florida, a three-star rated the 66th tight end in the country by 247. Why is this a big deal for Boston College? Well, this is the second tight end commitment for Boston College in the class of 24. Just a week ago, Jackson Santiago from uh, Centennial, California committed. Does BC need two tight ends? Well, yes, they do. So why? Because Charles, uh, Benjamin Blackburn brings a whole uh, skill set. I think that's going to be super important for the growth of this team. Santiago 6364 whatever his uh, actual real size is and he is a pass catching tight end. Blackburn who committed on Saturday he is more of a you know he's the full package. He's going to be able to catch passes. But he's also big. He's 6667 about 260. A full big tight end that can pass block and run block. And if we remember from last year Having someone that can pass block and run block is going to be so key. So what's really exciting is when you have guys like this, you can, you now have two tight ends that you can throw out there and do different things with, right? You can, you can make sense. You can make Blackburn your sixth tight, uh, you know, offensive lineman. If you need to go big, because he's big, he, he's built, right? And then you have Santiago almost as a wide receiver or, you know, you flex them both out. You can do a bunch of different things with these guys because they both do different things. I I am impressed because this commitment didn't, you know, Blackburn, uh, Santiago was nice. You know, I like his film. I think he's a, an imp- impressive tight end that I'm really excited to BC landed because I think he's going to be a really good uh, pass catching tight end for the Eagles. 
Blackburn is impressive in an old, in another sense because this is a kid that, unlike Santiago, who didn't really have a ton of offers, this kid had 20 plus offers, I believe, if I remember <laughs> if I remember what I wrote. Uh now he had offers. Uh he he was gonna check out uh Duke last weekend, but he canceled his trip. He was gonna check out um he checked out Georgia Tech and I heard the visit went really well. He also had visit, you know, he had a ton of other power five visits. So this is a kid that was very highly recruited from Florida, which, you know, I think is a, a step in the right direction. Anytime you can land a recruit from that state and that you brought him on campus. Now he took an official visit last weekend. And you can see if you're on YouTube, you can see the picture of him uh, dressed in uh, the, I love the, uniforms and hats combo that they have for BC right now. He was there. He, he, uh, his, he was hosted by George Takis. He loved it. And, you know, I think that was it. He ended up canceling his trip to Duke. He ended up, you know, committing to BC before that trip. And he said, I'll give you the quote. I chose Boston college because I feel I am fit for the school as both a student and athlete but also as a person. I trust the coaching staff and believe that they have what it takes to prepare me for the next level. There you go. So where does this leave BC in terms of depth, right? Depth has been a big issue with BC. This is the fifth tight end for BC in the last three years. Just two years ago, or last year, excuse me, you had Jeremiah Franklin and uh, Matthew Regan from Lawrence Academy commit to BC. Reagan didn't play last year. Jeremiah Franklin was <laughs> launched into the fire real fast. Then last year, this year you have Holden Simmons, who is uh, joining the team this year, six, seven tight end. Good. You like that. And then you have Santiago and you have Blackburn. That's that you're building depth in that room. Five guys that that's solid depth at the tight end position. So I, I'm a big, I think this is good. And again, it just continues the momentum. It continues to show that you get guys on campus at Boston College and all of a sudden you are starting to, to get guys that could commit. You get guys that are thinking, hey, I may come and commit to this school. And so I love it. I love what the school has been able to do uh, even after a three and nine season. I think that's the big thing too, right? Like once you go three and nine, you hear and you hear it over and over again that it's it's impossible. The fans are like, why would any team, why would anyone want to play for Boston College when you are doing, you know, playing so poorly? Well, here we go. We have nine, ten guys right now that have committed. And we're gonna get to the next one, which is at a position that so many of you have been dying for a commitment with. It's the offensive line. You don't want to hear the whole story because this is a good one. We'll get into that in just a moment. Now, if you are ready to make your first sports wages, you need to go over to FanDuel. FanDuel is the best place to go because baseball season is in full swing and there's no better place to get any action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today. Now, 
I recorded this on Sunday. I put a couple of wagers in Red Sox and Yankees went early money line, Red Sox. And then I won. Hey, Red Sox won feeling good, right? Went right back on the site. Cause it was so easy right after that game. Part, second part of the doubleheader, put more money on the Red Sox. I won twice feeling great. What a father's day gift that was like back to back wins with the Red Sox winning. And I won on FanDuel. So don't miss your chance to snag a no sweat first bet of up to $1,000. When you join FanDuel today, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up FanDuel, the official partner of major league baseball, major league baseball trademarks used with permission. Locked on BC. This is AJ black. And we're talking recruiting. We're talking everything that happened this weekend. And the month of June is been, it's been like a, a whirlwind with news, whether it's talking about who's coming on campus, who had a good visit, who went somewhere else and had a good visit, but there's been some surprises. And if you're an everydayer, you've been hearing those surprises. And everydayer is someone who listens to locked on BC every day. And I, I love you guys. You guys are the lifeblood. As I said, you guys are, you guys are my homies. You're my aces out there, right? I want to thank you if you're an everydayer, but if you're an everydayer, and maybe you're not an Eagle insider yet, you might have missed this one that came in. So we knew a bunch of guys coming for official visits. You know, there was Exodus Ayers and Henry Hasselback and all the guys that you expect. Every once in a while, there's a guy that you're just like, wait, where'd that come from? There were two this last weekend. One I'll get into the segment, one I'll get into the second. First was Judah Pruitt, who's from Malcolm X Shabazz High School in Trenton, New Jersey. Offensive lineman, he's 6'5", 320. So he's built like a guard or an interior offensive lineman. Why is this weird? Because he was committed to Rutgers. He was already committed. And he came to BC on an official visit. Now, immediately, your spidey, your spidey senses should be tingling when, when you read that that guy's coming committed to another school because if you know anything about recruiting you know once you've committed to a school going on an official visit to another school is usually a big no-no usually that that gets the other coach the coach of the school that you committed to really mad <laughs> so i have to imagine that when he signed up to go on this visit to bc greg shiano at rutgers was probably fuming because he had him signed in you know, he's, he's holding a spot for him and to hear that he's going on an official visit. Now guys go on unofficial visits committed all the time. It's not that big of a deal, but this is like whining and dying, not whining, dying is 18, but you know what I mean? Like go to a nice restaurant, ho have a hotel for him, do all the entertainment type of stuff. That made me think, right. That this is a guy that could be committing to BC right on the spot. Now BC has had zero commitments on the offensive line. And a lot of folks were worried about that. And rightfully so when you don't have, when you have, you know, a year, like we just saw in 2022 where the offensive line was a disaster. You fired your offensive line coach. Dave DeGuglielmo is gone. You fired John McNulty. You bring back Matt Applebaum and you don't have any commitment yet. The, the worry is real. And the worry is, is justified because you need to start building back in that depth. Like they're having depth now, but you're going to lose Christian Mahogany. You're going to start losing guys again. You got to get guys in. So Pruitt went coming in six, five, three 20 again, like big kid. 
I was hoping this would be the one that kind of, um, you know, uh, broke the ice that got the, the ball rolling because there's been a bunch of offensive linemen coming in and they did, they got him to flip from Rutgers. And since then the Rutgers folks are all um, doing their best job to rationalize this. We didn't want him, you know, you know, this was, this was, you know, whatever they were saying, but this is a great get for Boston college from what I've heard and all the tape I've heard, I've read, you know, from some of the people that are into the tape, you know, I'm not a big watching huddle guy. I'm more into the news and getting the details of what's going on. But from what I've heard, his tape looks great. Uh, big physical kid from New Jersey. This is a, this is a great first move at the offensive line. And I don't think it's done. I don't think they're done at offensive line because I think there's a couple other um, guys that could be committing soon. And there's other names that I think are worth watching. Now, Chris Lino is an offensive lineman who was on campus. He's from Seattle prep and he's a three-star. He's down to basically BC in Washington state. He had his visit at BC last week. He's a six, seven tackle would be great next to, to Pruitt. Right. Um, so it's going to be worthwhile seeing how this trip to Washington state went because he was very high at BC. He's from Seattle, but his sister goes to school at BU. So travel is not that big of a deal. He's one to watch. CJ Williams, another tackle from Deerfield Academy, who, you know, that's another up and coming Massachusetts program was just on campus this week. Well, Hey, guess what? Wake Forest is is his other big school, and there's another school on top of that in Vanderbilt. I've heard that Wake Forest is filled at offensive line, so it's basically down to BC and Vandy, and that's a, a battle worth watching again. He's a three-star there. And then there's Gerby Lambert. Gerby Lambert is a four-star. I think he's top 50 in 247 right now. He would probably, I think he, I think he'd be in the top five all-time high recruit species ever landed, you know, behind like Brian Toll and um, a couple, you know, a couple other guys I can't think of off the top of my head, but he is down to Penn state, Ohio state, Notre Dame and BC. But I've seen people say that BC is in the top two for him, which is insane. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. Right. I, it, to me, I, like as someone who's logical, Lambert, a top 50 recruit, like he's borderline five-star folks. Just as like, it doesn't seem like BC's at, like has a chance in heck there. And, you know, I keep going to that, but the fact that he got an official visit was, was crazy because he doesn't have to take an official visit there. And from what I've heard from other bigger programs, they're like, BC's still in this. He'd be monumental. And I've had some staff and folks I talked to that have been very um, energetic more than usual when they're talking to me. So maybe there's something going on. And I don't know if it has to do with Lambert. You know, they're, they're kind of keeping it close to the vest. But we'll have to wait and see what happens there because I'm, I'm dying to see what happens uh, with Kirby Lambert. If they could land that after a three and nine year, then this coaching staff is not getting enough credit because that's crazy. Now, in our final segment, I kind of want to just go over like some of the other news and notes about official visit weekend uh, that will get you guys all caught up because that's what you're here to listen to, right? 
So we'll get into all of that in just a moment. This is Locked On BC. I am your host, AJ Black. And I hope you guys are enjoying our new format. We have a new, uh, fresh format here on Locked On um, for our shows on YouTube. And uh, we've been redoing kind of the, like the, the outlook. And I, I you know, get like on today's show. And it, it's supposed to be looking really nice. So hopefully you guys all enjoy that. This show is not live because I have a new um, host. And it will be live for Wednesday show, I promise you. Um, I just didn't have me added yet. So that'll be coming up soon. Now, this weekend, there was there was other recruiting news, right? You, you saw a couple names come off of the list of, of names that they're looking at. And um, that happens, right? You can't land every commitment from every official visitor that comes on campus. So you just hope that the guys that are high on your list are guys that come on in. So one name that I think everyone's still going to have to wait for is Henry Hasselback. Quarterback Henry Hasselback. Uh, was on campus at UAB earlier last week. Um, I've heard from my sources that he's enjoying all these recruiting trips, not like in an inappropriate way, just likes them. He's, he's likely in the process and all that. Sure. And who can blame him? If I had people drooling all over me all day, I would, I would love that too. Right. So it's down to UAB. I think he was at Pitt this weekend. This is, this is the big deal, right? What, what's going to happen with him? And we're we have no updates really on on where he's at. I, I know folks are are dying to know will Henry Hasselback be the next quarterback uh, in, in this uh, class? We don't know yet. The other name I think that you folks are going to want to know about that was on campus last weekend: four-star running back Dewan Williams. Dewan Williams is from St. Francis Academy, which I think some folks might start to get a little bit nervous about, right? BC's had success at St. Francis Academy. Azar Abdul-Rahim, their defensive coordinator, has, you know, he's got a good relationship with that school. That brought in four-star defensive back C.J. Burton. It brought in Jude Bowery and K.P. Price. But there's been as many, for all the, there's two guys left on the roster. The, 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 the balance of good news from that school and bad news, I think, is actually tilted way more towards the bad news. Because you've lost Darrell Robinson, C.J. Burton left. You lost Brian Sims. Jamal Hood never made it on campus. Four recruits that either didn't really play all that much or never even made it on campus. Dewan Williams plays for that school. This is a four-star, folks. So if you're looking for top-end talent, this is it. This is a guy that had interest from Oregon. Um, He's been quiet, and I've asked, and I heard his visit went really well. BC already has a running back in Turbo Richards, but I know that they're they're all set with taking two. They're going to possibly take two for this class. So Dewan Williams could be a nice bookend, you know, four star running back for them, right? But it brings a little risk. They've, BC's had some struggles with the kids that come from St. Francis. So do you do you take that risk? You have to. When you have a program like St. Francis Academy that is one of the best in the country, like they're top five all the time. it's probably very frustrating that you've had all the issues that you've had, but you can't just slam the door on that program. You just can't. It's, it's, it's tough because you have good relationships there. You have had guys come that, I mean, TJ Burton had no right to come to BC that when he did, and he did. So Dewan Williams is another name I want to watch for. And I have a picture up right now before we go. 
This is Daniel Akinamini. And I'm putting him up. He was not on an official visit last weekend. But this is something to watch for. I mentioned a whole bunch of offensive linemen before. Akinamini is a Nigerian who plays in England. He's going to be graduating in the class of 24. He's 6'7", I believe, and about 330. Offensive lineman. And he's got big offers. BC offered him this weekend. BC has landed commitments from guys that are, um, you know, foreign born, you know, they get guys from uh, Canada, I believe um, it's either Dong Rangu or uh, Edwin Kalingi. They've had kids from uh, Canada. They have, um, you know, an offensive lineman, Elijah Krasnovic from Serbia. This kid told me that he's potentially thinking about coming to visit BC. So he's another name to watch for. And I wanted to make sure I got that out to you because I thought you guys want to know about that. So, um, I thought that was interesting as well. So if you are not already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at AJ Black underscore, not AJ Black underscore, AJ Black 247. And we'll be back again on Wednesday with more recruiting news. I'm thinking there's going to be some more commitments, but you'll have to wait to find out. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.